In uh, 2013, she was inducted into the Women in Technology Hall of Fame. In 2014, she was the Black Engineer of the Year. And she felt the need to start developing technology that would, quote, transform the internet. She developed what we now know to be VoIP. Do you know that term? Oh, I see it. V-O-I-P. Yeah. Voice over Internet Protocol. But I don't know what that is. What does that mean? So I, I'm gonna I, I am prepared for that question. I was gonna that was gonna be my question too. What's a that's a very exciting not to diminish her accomplishments, but what is a VoIP? Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women in history. I am Sarah Gorski. I'm Sam Eggers. And I'm Chloe Skye. And I am here today with a new broad for us. Have you all heard of Dr. Marianne Croak? No, but that's a shameful last name for a doctor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's a PhD doctor, not a doctor doctor, not a medical doctor. Oh, okay, doctor. that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in the, the hospital room. She's like, I'm Dr. Croak. Um, <laughs> Dang, Sam. I was ready to, like, reply to frog comments, but not the doctor. I Gosh, I prepped for the wrong comedy reply. (laughs) Um, Dr. Croak is still, she's abroad, still alive today, and still kicking serious ass. And she is a STEM broad, uh, and I am really excited to share her with you guys. So I'm going to just dig right in. Cool. Um, She is one of those broads who is rather private about her personal life. So I actually don't have any, like, I don't have a lot of juicy details about her personal stuff. I really just have um, an outline of her accomplishments. So it's just the cool STEM stuff she's done. I know. I know. We all like the drama, but I just didn't find any articles about it. So hey, there's not much her, drama in STEM. Well, sometimes there is, I feel Most, like. Mostly the drama is, ah, oh, that thing we tried didn't work. There Let's also could have been, else. I will admit... <laughs> I will admit to the readers, there could be more drama behind paywalls, but I, could, I just did not want to pay for the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. I'm sorry. That's okay. where they're keeping all the drama. It's behind all I the paywalls. So. No, they um, put the drama up front to entice you to pay. Good point. Usually. Every time I've seen it's always like, here's the most dramatic part of the story. Now, you know what they did? You know what the they did this thing. time? For, for her, there was an article on Yahoo, and I was like, oh, Yahoo is not a paywall. This is great. And I clicked it, and it clicked through and forwarded me to the same Wall Street Journal article I had like been unable to read like six times. And I was like, oh, curses, curses. <laughs> so anyway, so let's, let's get back to the beginning. Dr. Marianne Croak was born in 1955 in Pennsylvania. The, the little I was able to find about her personal stuff is that her father was very instrumental in supporting her fascination with science from a very early age. And he encouraged her to create her own mini chemistry research laboratory in the family home. Aww. That's nice. <laughs> I love that. Um, she grew up in New York City. At some point, they moved to New York City. She went to Princeton for her undergrad. Uh, and then she went to the University of California, and in 1982, she graduated with a PhD in qualitative analysis and social psychology. Oh, cool. I don't know what very many of those things are, so <laughs> I'm very impressed. So, Social psychology, sort of, but qualitative analysis, I'm, I am underqualified <laughs> to comment on. 
Um, so right uh, upon her doctoral graduation, she gets hired at AT&T Bell Laboratories. Uh, and she climbed up the chain. She was there a very long time. Um, and while she was there, uh, some of the positions she held were vice president of the services network in research and development. Uh, that was, I think, one of her primary positions for a long time. Um, and she was responsible for over 200 programs dealing with AT&T's wireline and wireless services. And she also was a supervisor for 500 engineers, over 500 engineers and computer scientists um, running all these different AT&T programs. When the internet, very first internet kind of became popular in like the late 80s, early 90s, Marianne predicted that IP and the internet were, quote, going to explode. And she felt the need to start developing technology that would, quote, transform the internet. So the work that she did at AT AT&T was exactly that. She developed what we now know to be VoIP. Do you know that term? Oh, I see it. V-O-I-P. Yeah. Voice over Internet Protocol. She invented VoIP. What does that mean? So I'm going to, I am prepared for that question. That was going to be my question too. What's a, that's a very exciting, not to diminish her accomplishments, but what is a VoIP? I'm going to talk about it right now. And I have two definitions. I have like a slightly more technical and then I have the like not technical version of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, Voice over Internet Protocol is what allows for the delivery of voice communications and multimedia over IP, which is internet protocol networks. So with VoIP, instead of uh, phone lines, they're using the internet to, to message, basically. It's so they take the, the digital information and, pa- and like crunch it down and transmit it over the internet. Uh, and so uh, let's see, the, tech, the less techy version, let's see. I have two definitions because I thought that maybe you guys would want the, the easier one. Internet technology that well, how te- dare you? <laughs> I, I'd like the hard one too. Give it the, the hard one first, and if I don't understand it, give me the easy one. Well, I was like, should I just like read this thing I copy and pasted? Maybe I just should. I'll maybe just we'll read. Have, it. Maybe we'll have some insight. Read it. I'll just read it. She's credited with creating. VoIP. VoIP allows for the delivery of voice communications and multimedia sessions over internet protocol networks, such as the internet. With VoIP, instead of being transmitted over a circuit-switched network, the digital information is packetized and transmission occurs as IP packets over a packet-switched network. They transport media streams using special media delivery protocols that encode audio and video. Okay, that's the tech version, which I think is a little hard I feel like I follow it because I'm sort of in the tech industry. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I heard, I heard like word, 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 word. So here's this version for Sam. Thank and you. And possibly for Chloe because Chloe's yeah, not no, reacting. I, Chloe's I got a blank uh, face though. So <laughs> I, I, I zoned out pretty quick. <laughs> it's basically, it's internet technology that permits telephone use of the internet. So verbal and visual communications instead of the conventional telephone cable connection it's transmitted via the internet. So, so like this what is what we're doing right now. So this is the technology that's used in Skype and Zoom, in SMS text messages, anything you know using mobile data, Wi-Fi messaging is using VoIP basically. Cool. Phones, tablets. So basically, the foundations of all the ways we communicate right now, and especially, especially in quarantine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she invented it. The fact that we're capable of 
continuing to record this podcast despite quarantine is because we have Croak to thank. Oh, thanks, Croak. <laughs> Excuse me, it's Dr. Croak? Dr. Croak. Dr. Croak. Thank you, Dr. Croak. <laughs> so That's also it, um, fun to say. Mm-hmm. So she's she's basically like, she's like the woman that really headed up that whole transformation um, of, of like, specifically to wireless, like for, for AT&T, from wired to wireless. Um, at, at Bell Labs slash AT&T, it said she advocated for switching from wired to IP. She has over 200 patents specifically related to voiceover IP. Damn. Um, and wow. then she has over 350 patents total. Uh, all the articles I found had like various different numbers. 350 was the max, but she sounds so badass that I'm guessing it's 350. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's not less. <laughs> um, this isn't the only thing she did, though. So she's avoid this like this super foundational thing. And um, it's, a hu- it's a huge use in the corporate world specifically because it is way cheaper for companies to use a VoIP service than to use like individual phone lines. So that's when you like call and everybody has a bunch of different extensions, but it really only comes in through through the Internet. It's not individual phone lines like they used to run mm-hmm. individual phone lines for all year. It's super cool. I should I should make sure. Are you guys with me? Are you okay? Did you follow the definition? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm with you. So far, so far, I am I'm following. I wonder how long it would have been for us to develop that technology if she hadn't spearheaded it. Talk, I mean, talk about a visionary who, at the beginning of the internet, was like, "Ooh, this is going to be big," and you know what we're going to do with it? This is what we're going to we're going to talk it. to each other. <laughs> I mean, think about how foundational all of those. Like, that is technology that just affects everything now. It's incredible. Yeah, that's a lot of foresight. It's incredible that she could see this is where it's going to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. On some level, it's like making the decision to destroy phone companies. Not, I mean, unless they can adapt in time, but like... But she was within the phone, so they created the wireless network, you know, within AT&T. So she helped, you know, she both destroyed, but also helped them build, like, the next version of the company in a way. Right. I, I, I should say, full disclosure, I am an AT&T customer, but <laughs> I don't get any discounts on my bill, not even uh-huh. for mentioning them in my podcast. Do you get just um, like a Although if anyone is from AT&T is listening, I could, use, <laughs> I could use a bill deduction. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, so VoIP wasn't the only, but certainly it is the most prominent thing she did. She also, uh, in, in 2005, she pioneered the use of phones as donation vehicles for charities. So you know how sometimes you can, like you see a number and it's like, text this to donate $5 today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That technology, she also pioneered that. And so like, that's the technology that helped in, do you guys remember 2010, 10 years ago, uh, the Haiti earthquake uh, mm. when, when that happened and it was so awful, so destructive, so much damage, so many deaths. Uh, but they were able to raise $30 million via text because of that technology. Because oh, wow. People saw, like people saw the news and they saw it to text and they did. Um, even prior to that, she had, she had partnered, she slash AT&T partnered with American Idol to use text messages to vote on the, the contestants on American Idol. So, and they said there was like some survey that said 22% of their viewers learned to text 
so that they could vote at American Idol. Oh my God! <laughs> so they like so that technology like not only was an awesome new way to partic- like get your audience to participate, but it also literally taught a huge generation of people how to text. Isn't that crazy? It's always amazing to me what what it takes to make people learn a new thing. Yeah, and it, it's never <laughs> what you think it is. Sometimes it it's American, American Idol. Idol. It's American right, Idol. Right. We, my parents know how to text because American Idol taught them how. Like, I'm pretty certain that's actually true. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Dr. Croak is behind all of these. She, she was like the leading mind behind all of those things. It's, it's amazing. Uh, she also it's led. There was foresight. Mm-hmm. No kidding. She she also led, and this was unfamiliar to me. Maybe it rings a bell for you guys. But I guess for at AT and T had a, a project called Domain 2.0, and she was part of the architecture for that. I think that must be like a part of their company or something. But she was managing over two thousand engineers. She was promoted to senior vice president of applications and services infrastructure, um, and she helped to manage like over five hundred programs at AT and T. And she wasn't, you know, she was mentoring her staff, but she was also in charge of development, testing, service planning, and product realization. Um, and she just kind of kept going and going at AT&T. And then in 2014, she gets hired by Google. Mm. And she is currently serving as vice president for engineering. She leads Google's service expansion into emerging markets, including managing the team who developed initial communications technology for this project called Project Loon, which is using balloons to extend network coverage across the world. And they also, huh. um, she also led the deployment of Wi-Fi across India's railway system, oh. which was like insanely difficult because they had like super extreme weather and super high population densities, but basically spreading Wi-Fi across India. She's like a part of that project. Wow. That's cool. And she's shaping our world. Yeah. She's and she's the reliability engineer now at Google for, for many of Google's services. She is a badass broad. Uh, she is still at Google. She's still alive today. Uh, and in uh, twenty thirteen she was inducted into the Women in Technology Hall of Fame. In 2014, she was the Black Engineer of the Year, and in 2014, she was voted uh, Fierce Wireless's Most Influential Woman in Wireless. And uh, she has three kids. She enjoys spending time with them. She enjoys running, and she also serves on the Holocaust, Genocide, and Human Rights Education Center's board. Oh, wow. Aww. No one enjoys running. That's a lie. <laughs> I mean, that means she's a psycho robot, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> Add her to my indestructible women episode. Exactly. She's a can robot. you can you even Dr. Krog invented That's so cool the technology that drives us today like drives all of communication. I can't even believe it. I was like, how come I haven't granted. heard of her before? Yeah, why isn't her name plastered everywhere? Yeah, why isn't she like a, as big a celebrity as the owners of those companies? Yeah, why is it we don't know? Like we know so much about like Steve Jobs. Why don't why don't we ever hear right. Dr. Krog? I don't know, but we should, which is why we're doing this podcast, yeah, frankly. That's true. Let's, <laughs> add it, let's add it to the conversation. Let's bring anyone up. anyone ever mentions uh, Steve Jobs or Bill Gates again, I'm going to be like, but what about Dr. I didn't. Croak? I didn't yeah. say this at the beginning, I guess, but she's also a black woman. So, like, hashtag black excellence in a, in a 
world in a market in an industry where STEM and black women in STEM is not super common and at not at high levels of corporate leadership, which certainly even at AT&T, she was at very high position levels managing thousands of people like what abroad you know, she broad. should be she should be up there with Sheryl Sandberg, you know, that like mm-hmm. she's toe to toe with broads like that who should be really running the world, not the dudes. But, you know, I wonder if this is if maybe she's not as well known because like it, it, it can be difficult for the layperson speaking for myself here to understand. Like when you say VoIP, it's like, oh, God, you know, like I, I know that <laughs> lots of technical Internet things are coming up and I just want to go. That makes me want to take a nap. So, but the way you've described it now, now I can appreciate and, and realize how important that is. Very cool. And the, yeah. and the, and the, the thought and the work that must have gone into not only seeing what was possible, but then figuring out how to do it, which I guess is just every inventor, but. And then just lead, leading hundreds and thousands of people to develop the necessary infrastructure to create those systems, mm-hmm. yeah. which is its own skill. I mean, she's. So she, like, you know, we did an episode on Hedy Lamar. She, like, mm-hmm. continued because Hedy Lamar, like, started wireless, started the, you know, that. And it's, like, she's, like, the continuation of that, but even even more so. So cool. She, she ought to have, like, a lot more awards than what is listed there. So let's, uh, we're going to spread the word. I like it. Dr. Marianne Croak, abroad a you should know. I'm a fan. <laughs> Don't you guys think her fan club members should be called the Crokies? <laughs> I wish that the sound recording could record my eye roll. (laughs) If you want to support Broads, you should know you should leave us a review on iTunes or tell your friends, follow, subscribe, etc., etc. You also can reach out to us on Instagram at Broads You Should Know, or you can email us at broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. Also, come visit us at broadsyoushouldknow.com because we actually have... Um, an online database of all the broads and you can search through all of these amazing badass women that we have talked about so far and come uh, get your badass woman fix at broadsyoushouldknow.com.